When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a big day for us here at the Rich Eisen Show. Turn those machines back on! Guess who's back? Hit the drop! Let's go! <laughs> we go this is the Rich Eisen Show, live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Anyway, long story short, it is exciting. We go Earlier on the show, ESPN NFL analyst Lewis Riddick. Coming up, NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. Co-host of CBS This Morning and the NFL Today, Nate Burleson. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Oh, yeah. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Great chat with Lewis Riddick in hour number one. Great chat coming out with Nate Burleson in hour number three of this program. Overreaction Monday. Preseason football be damned. Of course we're going to overreact to that. Yeah. Oh, who cares if it doesn't count in the standings? It matters. <laughs> we'll have that. By the way, I've been out of the chair for a whole month. I'm back here in this chair. Later on in hour number three, some of the three uh, th- three items that uh, that I was out of the chair yeah, for. Yeah, three big stories that you missed. Um, can I can I quickly preview them? What do you think? Uh, well, Why don't I mean, preview them? Ian's on the phone. No, I mean, no, no, well, we'll get to Ian in just one quick second. Here we go. The three things I'm going to be hitting later on. This is a tease. This is like you got to stick around to hear my takes, if you will. One, the Field of Dreams game. Yes. Two, uh, Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC because it means more. See. Ya. And three. <laughs> The fantastical plexiglass bubble of Kirk Cousins. <laughs> that a good fantasy name? I might be our fantasy team. The fantastical plexiglass bubble of Kirk Cousins. Y- yikes. Guys, I told you to build me a plexiglass bubble at, when I was coming back. Yeah. You must you? have forgotten yeah, Mike, it. I thought Del Tufo was here. Yeah, Mike, that was, that I was got good. enough things I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> My colleague from the NFL Media Group, one of my favorite people in all the land, Ian Rappaport, at Rap Sheet for, to follow him. Back here in the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Ian? What's going on, Rich? How are you? I'm feeling Happy. good, man. I'm like, I feel I've been, I've been, I've been, you know, eager to sit back in this chair, and here I am. And I appreciate you joining me on my first show back. Thank you. Appreciate it. I would, there's nowhere else I'd rather be. I mean, I'm literally where I usually am, but I'm just saying. <laughs> By the way, that's, that, that, that's the longer version of what I guess what Marv Levy Marv used to Levy. say. Yeah, where Marv. would you rather be than right Thank here you. where you usually are sitting? Like, that doesn't have the same ring to it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I feel motivated. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, you've been at this a long time. You've been there. You've done that. Have you ever heard of a precautionary MRI before? You know, just to stick yourself in that tube, just to see what's what, just to make sure you're 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 feeling good about yourself, or what, what is going um, on with Dak Prescott right now? I actually have. You have heard uh, of that? Cri- I have okay. many, many, many times. 
And this is all so normal. The fact that everyone treated it as not normal, I was like fairly surprised. Okay. And then I saw the tweet that the um, the tweet that the Cowboys themselves put out. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I get it. Now I understand why everyone freaked out because their tweet was basically the equivalent of like, hey, no offense, but – and you're like, whoa, why did you just offend me? They were like, don't freak out. It's all normal. Dak's getting an MRI. And I'm like, now I have to freak out. Like it was – I mean, it was ridiculous. But um, the, I also know that the Cowboys' Twitter account, much like a website, are not run by the football people. They kind of have their own mind, so I get it. Okay. Um, Dak is going to be okay. He really is. It really is precautionary. It really is non-structural. He really is going to be fine. Why are they consulting the Yankees and the Rangers then? What's that all about? Is that precautionary too? Um, yeah, I mean, the Yankees and the Rangers thing I thought was kind of interesting, mainly because Dak has a pitcher's injury. Like, it feels like like if you if you kind of put your hand probably like six inches under your underarm, okay. that's kind of where it seems like the injury is, um, which is, I feel like, a sort of follow-through pitcher injury rather than a quarterback injury. It's just not something they... They see all the time. If you have access to good medical sources, like the good Cowboys people do, okay. um, then consult them. And, you know, it makes sense. It's due diligence. Uh, it is a quarterback, so freaking out is expected and okay. <laughs> but Dak really is going to be fine. Okay, so, so Dak is going to be your week one starter. Let's just all just yep. uh, take the old proverbial uh, chill pill. He's going to be the week one starter. Um, and uh, is, it, is there anything going on with Jalen Smith? Ian, what's going on with him? Well, what's I would not him? say nothing is going on. I don't know what the Cowboys are going to do. I will say that. Um, but the sort of recent online chatter is kind of similar to, to what where it was last year, except, you know, look, Jalen Smith, I think at one point the Cowboys really thought he deserved a big extension. If you thought he was going to be a star linebacker, then their extension at the time made a lot of sense. Obviously, he struggled last year. You hope that in the... You know, it's not a new scheme this year. It's actually what's Dan Quinn's scheme, but it's what they ran two years ago. So it's Jalen is familiar with it. You sort of hoped that he'd be back to the linebacker that deserved the big extension. The problem is Keanu Neal uh, has played great. Now, health has sort of been a concern for him, but um, he's basically a linebacker now. He's fast. He has been a baller. Dan Quinn loves him. So if you have Micah Parsons, Leighton Van Der Esch, who's had a really good camp, and you have Keanu Neal on the field paying $7 million to someone who's not among your top three linebackers is not a great use of resources. You know, for the Cowboys, it would be admitting a mistake, but it's better than compounding one. So I, I wouldn't, if you were wondering, like, is releasing Jalen Smith something that at least may be talked about? Yeah, I think it's something they may talk about. Mm, Ian Rappaport here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's going on with Deshaun Watson? What is happening with him, with the Texans and and then other teams or the commissioner's um, office? Or what is happening with him? You know, he's practicing in individuals and then going inside. Uh, and then he's not thrilled with reporters for videoing the same thing every day. That's basically the synopsis here. Um, you know, the league office has been very, very, very clear. They, they're looking into it. They're investigating. They're going to let the police and whatever other investigation take its course. But they are looking into it. They have, as Sports Illustrated said, they have – interviewed a couple of the accusers. Um, the commissioner's exempt list is basically for, as it states, 
someone who they have evidence of committed a violent crime. That is what the rules are. That is what they now they could always go back and say, we're going to change it a little bit. I mean, they, they have been known to tinker from time to time, mm-hmm. but that is what it's for. Uh, Deshaun Watson does not fit that criteria. So as of now, he's eligible to play. He seems to be, he does not have the Texans in his plans of playing. They do not seem to be preparing him to play this season. So unless something changes, there are really only two options. He gets put on ice for the entire season, pays $10 million to do nothing, or because he said he's not going to play for them, or at some point over the next couple weeks they trade him. I haven't sensed any like huge momentum to a trade, but if a trade like this happens, it's going to be very fast and probably very secret, so I wouldn't rule anything out. So then um, hmm. in terms of that speculation, um, obviously all eyes on Philadelphia. Um, and there's a couple of moving parts uh, on that and variables, one of them being Jalen Hurts and how he performs. What are you hearing about his first uh, performance of the preseason and what Nick Sirianni and the rest of the front office with Howie Roseman thinking about that scenario right now? It like it was pretty good. You know, I mean, he didn't have uh, Devontae Smith, but, I mean, it, it looked pretty good and it sounded like the reviews were pretty good. You know, the, the interesting thing about about him is – you don't quite know what he is, right? Like, we saw him in college. We saw him a couple of different colleges. We've seen Jalen Hurts out on the field last year at the end and definitely had some moments, um, certainly helped bring me to a fantasy title, which I don't think should go into their evaluations. But, from, you know, <laughs> deep in my heart, it's something I will always appreciate. My first fantasy title, you never forget that. It's still a metric, you know? Ian. It's still a metric. Maybe I mean, not to front offices, but to you it is, and I, I, I respect it. I respect it. I mean, it was that was. Certainly a great moment in my household. Anyway, but um, I don't know what he is. I mean, to me, he kind of reminds me of young Dak Prescott, where there's plenty of people who judge that he's not a franchise guy because he doesn't look and play like what people, generally older people, think is a franchise guy. But people need to look again. And obviously for Dak, it worked out and will continue to work out. I could see Jalen going in a similar direction. Like, he's got some of the same attributes where – he creates his own opportunities because of the way he moves and looks to throw. Like that is really, that is really valuable. Um, anyway, it sounds like the returns early on were pretty good. Well, and the other variable in this is something that won't be finalized before the season begins, and that's how many first-round draft choices Philadelphia has next year. And part of that is how many games Carson Wentz winds up playing. Um, he and Quentin Nelson having the dreaded five to 12 week injury is it what are you hearing about that because i'm i'm hearing or reading uh quite a bit that that it could be on that five week end of things and that wentz and nelson both have an opportunity to be seen in week one what are you hearing on that front yeah i mean i don't think anyone's ruled out week one and the fact that they were at practice without a walking boot um is you know the first like couple days is good it's all good it sounded like the surgeries went well basically for carson wentz um, they essentially extracted a bone from his foot that had, I guess, come loose. Which, you know, if you're squeamish, not a great thing to think about. Nope. Um, I would not want anyone to extract any of my bones. Um, but that's what it was. And it sounds like rehab, you know, rest is going great. We don't know if he's going to be ready week one. And it was extremely important what Jim Mersey said on the, uh, I think he said it on the TV broadcast this weekend which is that we're not going to put Carson Wentz out there if he's not healthy. 
Wentz wants to play. I think he was out there too early with the Eagles. He played through some stuff that ended up being detrimental to him. Uh, remember, he was out there week three and probably didn't look like himself. I mean, just he always wants to play. It's a 17-game season. You might have heard a little bigger than usual. Um, it is important that the coach protect him from himself. So if he's not out there week one, it'll be soon. But I do think you're looking at the early end, not the 12 weekend. Okay, and then obviously when you're talking about a bone being removed from a foot, I mean, <laughs> yikes. Um, what is the, the – so is the plan to just go – with Eason and Ellinger and 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 hope for the best, just in case it goes longer or best you could tell. Has there been a phone call made to a, a high school coach in Alabama and Phillip mm-hmm. Rivers to see what he's doing? Or Foles is obviously well, the lost man in Chicago. Like what what is the those moving parts on that front? Well, Rivers has a season to coach, so I think he was pretty clear that you know high school football is the most important thing which is hilarious, but then again, at the Alabama high school football, they take it extremely serious. Right. Um, and he's had this job in his mind and hearts for like 10 years, so I imagine he's and not it, joking about And In all seriousness, too, Ian, I mean, he probably has, you know, when you're a coach, you give a commitment to a team um, and to look, yeah. at, look a high school kid in the face and say, yeah, I got to go, I got to go take this job in Indianapolis, uh, but I'll be back, you know, that, you know, that's... That's probably why he was also saying, you know, if the phone rings in November, December, when he's done with the the season, he might consider it, you know. But uh, yeah, I'm, nobody gonna... would blame him. No, but like, you know, he's got he's got a team to coach. It's Correct. Important. So, but 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 um, w- w- you know, still though, the, the Colts could still make the call. I'm just I'm just trying to see here. Like, the, it is quite a you know uh, a safety net that you would be either stitching or without, you know, with Wentz going into the season with. Uh, Wentz iffy to come back sometime soon with an injury that who knows a complication could occur week two week three what happens you know like that's yeah, my question I, mean, I, I think the main issue there's two issues here one the Colts don't want to spend an asset you know let's say it's a mid you're not going to trade for a quarterback that who would start for you without giving up some sort of mid-round pick so do you want is it worth doing that for one game or two games I would say probably not the other thing is, look at the way the Colts are constructed. I mean, they are a draft and develop team. They hate spending in free agency. Ask any agent. Ballard knows. Um, hate spending in free agency. They don't trade for a ton of guys unless they absolutely have to, like with Jacoby Brissett. They liked, they're like their own guys. They like to see what their own guys have. And so for a lot of teams, I would kind of roll my eyes if they're like, yeah, we're not looking at a trade right now. The Colts, I believe it. Because that is part of their core. So, like, if it's not Jacob Eason, could it be Sam Ellinger? Like, yeah, I mean, it really could be for a game or two. A few more minutes left with Ian Rappaport, my colleague from the NFL Media Group here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's the scoop with Tua? You know, all the whispers involving him and his readiness to be a pro and a starter and all of that business. Um, well, what, do you, what do you got for me on, on that front? Because um, that's the other team that everybody's associated with. Right, you know, uh, Deshaun Watson wanderlust. What do you got for me on that right now? As it stands, I think you know Tua has uh, steadily come along. His camp, I would describe, is pretty good. They are getting him to come out of himself a little bit, so push the ball down the field, take some chances. You know, he tried to do that in the end zone, end up throwing an interception where he really just saw the tight end. I believe it was a little bit too late, but that's almost okay. Like they want him to take chances, they want him to push it deep. They want him to kind of do what he did at Alabama, which is let it go, like let it loose. Uh, 
So I think his camp has been good. You know, is he going to develop into the superstar franchise quarterback? Some thought. I don't know. But they definitely think he can be a more than solid franchise starter, which is, you know, for a team that is going to have a really good defense, like that's okay. Um, I don't know how high his ceiling is going to be, but, you know, it, if they go into the season with two as their starter and he starts 17 games, I believe the Dolphins are going to be absolutely fine. Okay. And the last one for you, it's remarkable. Here we are one week into the preseason, and the Rodgers-Packers story is uh, essentially put to bed for 2021. Yeah. We'll see what happens when games start to be played and and, and what have you. But um, I, I guess he spoke to our colleague Peter King and even left the door open to continue on here. Um, which does not surprise me one bit. Um, I mean, wh- why would anybody want to start going somewhere else late in a career? You want to stay put, certainly if you've got a championship team surrounding you in a community that you feel comfortable in. Uh, wh- what do you think of uh, where we stand on that subject matter right now? Well, um, you're kind of right. I mean, it's which I know is what you're going for. Um, <laughs> it, uh, always, Ian. Yes, thank you. Yeah, always. Um, it's basically... <laughs> I wouldn't say put to bed, but definitely put on ice. I thought the the stuff from Peter King, Rogers to Peter King, um, was was pretty interesting. You know, because one, he did sort of leave the door open for a relationship with Gutekunst. He definitely didn't sound like someone we wanted to play in Green Bay, and then that's it. Remember, the the biggest one of the biggest points for Rogers was he didn't want to be a lame duck quarterback. And if that's true, then it definitely sounds like he's open to playing in Green Bay. Sorry, you there? No, he just Bluetoothed into his car. You there, Ian? Yep. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. That's Move on a shaker. Move on a shaker. Going, yeah. You know, and it's it's interesting. You know, we'll, you know, and then we'll we'll, we'll throw it a break here. Uh, even though, as you know, I like closure. I like closure a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got issues. I got issues right now. Like right now, I'm freaking out. I think for those of you who might be right? new to this, I'm 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 I I I cannot. When a call drops out with a friend, I cannot just leave it at that and text, say, hey, I'll speak to you later. Like, I have to get closure. Like, right now, I'm looking down and trying to see if you call him back. He's probably sitting there thinking, should I call back? They called me. I Adam, just, Adam's going to call him back. Okay. We'll get you some closure. I can't. I just, even if I just say goodbye, I know, like, I probably went a little long with him. Like, it's, you know, when you say somebody's 15 minutes and we went a little longer, right. you know, I can't. I can't. Is, it, is he back? Is he back? Are you there, Ian? Are you there? Explain what just happened. I don't know what just happened. It's, I, I don't know, but I need. I, I was I'll exactly. I explained to my audience I've sol- that I've solved the issue. Okay. I, I just. My wife pulled. My wife pulled in. She was out. She pulled into the garage. Bluetooth. My Bluetooth picked up on her car. Oh my God! Wow, you, like automatic. Uh, automatic. Do you, do you want to know? Yeah. What, do you know what she was saying about you now, Ian? Or that's a little. Like, there's... <laughs> Unfortunately, she could only hear me detailing the Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's used to that, but I'll sure just I'll, just uh, let me know what uh, what we were continuing your thoughts here that there's a uh, an openness to. So I get look I, I I'm I'm thrilled that there's an openness and that he's I, I think woe to the rest of the NFC if he is going to show up, you know, calm, cool, collected as well as he has and just zen and totally, you know, Jupiter's aligned with Mars and he's going to bring the the same game that he brought to saving DeChambeau's bacon in Montana to the NFC. I mean, that's a, that's a problem for everyone else. I fully believe yeah, that. I thought he played great, by the way. No, he I know. He's a much better golfer than I anticipated. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, he's actually like a three and a half handicap, which I'm so jealous of. But anyway, um, I think the, the the openness to potentially come back and finish his career there, assuming they want him there, was really interesting to me. That was definitely a driving force for this. And then the other thing is he is dialed in. Like I don't think we're going to be, I don't think he's going to get to a post game press conference to talk about not feeling loved this season. I mean, maybe we'll get to this again during the trade deadline. We'll see if the Packers do something. But, I mean, it, he's at least there for the season with an openness and a directedness that he may not have had in the past. Right. I think I think they're in a good spot. Especially since the guy that they want to potentially move on from uh, can't might not be able to even answer the preseason week two bell. I mean, and this guy is... Right. As, as, I mean, it's all, it, it's all good in the hood there, and I just think it's remarkable based on how much we talked about it from draft day all the way to you know reunification day for him and the team so uh, i just figured i'd bring that up thanks for the time ian rapaport go say hi to your wife for us okay now that she's uh, i will and i'm i'm really curious to see what uh, part of the conversation she heard and what she thought of my appearance uh, very, there you go so i'll let you know very go please to t- text me now we also got closures yeah, well, I, feel, I feel yep. so much better saying goodbye to ian rapaport <laughs> now thanks for the call thanks, you know, at rap sheet the man I do honestly. I gotta have closure. I cannot. I you know and 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 I I have a rule. I have a rule with certain friends. No, you called me. Call me back. I called you. I call you back. It's a simple thing. If when the phone when drops the phone out, comes out yeah, I call right. you. Our conversation drops out. Right. I'll call you back. Got it. You call me. Phone conversation drops out. You gotta you gotta call me back. <laughs> you gotta call me back. Just quick text like hey. No cut text out. is no Sorry. good. Sorry. Text is it's you text, later. You know what that is. A text of saying, "Hey, catch you later." Yeah. It's similar. I, I it's text, similar to me. It's similar to me texting you something, and you just give me the thumbs up sign, <laughs> which you know I cannot oh, stand. I actually might. That's what I always do. I don't like it. I know. <laughs> I don't like it. I'd rather just well, say, "Got that, it." That, understood. Because the thumbs up, either you like it, you don't. You might not like what I actually like. Actually, in in terms of liking or disliking what I've sent, right. it's just like Roger received. Right. No, I want. I want to know. I got to give me a word. <laughs> give me a word. Copy. That's all I need. I don't Something. need the thumbs up. I don't want it. I actually gave you I a don't thumbs like up. It. I gave you a thumbs up. I didn't like it. I, all I do is <laughs> I respond. All I do up. is respond to Rich with thumbs up like Dude. all the time now. You know now, what I Rich, you know you what I want to just let you're... you know in front of everybody here on the Rich Eisen show? You hate it? I don't like it. <laughs> LOL. Rich, now you do realize you're getting a thumbs that. up. I mean, I hate the, the LOL. Us. No, 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 no. And it's bro, not one of those I that I... always do that, Mike. No, it, it, and this should not be one of those that I've admitted it. And I've told you. I've now, communicated to he you. He knows. I could text you, I don't like it. No, I'm telling you to your face, I don't like it. How about a gif of a thumbs up? Like the Chuck Norris? Like, yeah. Thumbs up. That's at least, you know, you're at least entertaining me in something I don't like. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but if we've talked, right, and I understand you like closure because I'm the same way, but I'm completely fine with just a text to be like, all right, phone no. drop. Phone something. drop. No. Because that's no. a lot of effort. I call you, yeah. phone drops, I'm going to call you back. But but we, we're at the end of our conversation. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like there's nothing left. We're already saying goodbye. Matter. We're sh- we shook it hands is already. Courtesy of me expressing to you my desire to be courteous enough to say goodbye, and I mean, it's closure. I respect that. And if the phone that. drops, out, and I'll tell you this right now, the phone <laughs> drops out between any of us, and you called me, and you don't call me back, I'm gonna wonder what's what's wrong. I'm like, gonna, are you all right? 
Like, literally, are you all right? I'll worry about you. <laughs> I'm just going to hit you with the thumbs up. Now, I understand you could be in a dead zone, and you can't call me back. Yeah, yeah. Zone, I mean, what that happens in my apartment. But then once you get back into a spot with reception, call me back. Okay? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's it for this segment. We'll a, go to break. A when we come back, phone etiquette. Overreaction Monday Let's of go. preseason. Come on. Starters have been made. Seasons have been won. Or not. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, back here on Peacock Radio. Audience rejoins us in a moment. Um, showed you in hour number one my photograph of this um, Twitter. We call it a meme. What do you call it? A uh, um, Viral They're memes, I guess. I mean, there's okay. no real word for Somebody it. Somebody should post a 90s photograph of yourself without right. uh, comment or context. And this is what I put up there. <laughs> um, and uh, and I just said, let's get you guys involved. And then we'll post them later on. Yeah. You got your 90s photograph? Yeah, I got my 90s photograph. I was just kind of going through my phone. I wasn't going to bother my mom or anything. But okay. I was just kind of seeing what I had on there. This is what I came up with. Oh, oh look at that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that actually might be around now in 1995. Damn. Look, that, that was before my sophomore year of high school. Number 13 in your program, yeah. number one in your heart. How old are you here? 15. Okay. Um, wow. 20, yeah, I look like Zach Wilson. <laughs> you you really kind do. of do. You, do. you could be Zach's like twin brother. Although yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. I got to be honest. I don't know if this is the light in that photograph or not. But it, it, were you losing your lid already? Yeah, at that point in time? no, it's the way that I took the photo because that's a picture of a photo my mom had sent. Okay, it's a photo of a photo. So she took a picture Dude. of that and sent it to me. But I mean, look at look at that. 
that's the helmet we have here still, right? Yeah, right. You had Snoop Son no, on that helmet? No, that's a different helmet. That's an old version. Why did you wind up with 13? Uh, I, I remember. You request, I, did you request 13? I did not. I wanted, because I, I played quarterback in high school, so I wanted 16, but a senior had that, that number. Mon- is already, that Montana? For Montana. Right. Ooh. And someone had that already. And so I just got the, and then 12 was, a, was taken by the guy who was a starter. I was the backup. But and 12, so, why'd you want 12? For, no, no, I'm just saying, like, for name just, just going through. It wasn't numbers. Brady yet. It definitely wasn't Brady, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't want 12. I'm just saying, like, 12 was already taken. Uh, okay. 16 was already taken. 15 was already taken. And they just handed me 13. Because Marino. I was like, oh, cool, Dan Marino. Dan Marino yeah, is there. Yeah. This is uh, four years before this the Magic Carpet Ride. Kurt. That's yeah. coming soon to a theater near you in the oh, Kurt Warner yeah. story. So Kurt can thank me for you know getting. Could you taking it? Take a knee, Brockman. I mean, look four at points that, of pressure. Way, four points of pressure on that on that oh, football. Yeah. This is all those things like you just go one after another, like like assembly line. Like all right, football, kneel, smile, get out of here, get out of here, move <laughs> along. And that's no, natural that, no, grass. Is that natural grass? Yeah, that's a real football. Natural field. grass, yeah, natural yeah. grass. I mean, there's like seventy of us on the team, you know. So it's Damn. just like keep it moving, keep it moving. Picture day, picture day, keep it moving. All right, are you going to get one of these 90 photographs for next hour, TJ, yay or nay? I, I, I sent one. I Very found good. one. Yeah. Hey! All right. Well, you got to ask Ashton to get one on his phone. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. Hey, don't miss the thrilling new season of Departure, a Peacock original drama. Archie Punjabi stars as an investigator recruited to Michigan to probe the mysterious crash of a new high-speed train. Binge the entire series from the beginning and catch all new episodes streaming now only on Peacock. Sign up at PeacockTV.com to get started. You can watch us every day as well, 12 to 3 Eastern time. Uh, There was a show, Brockman won't remember this, TJ, you might, and Del Tufo, you might have a shot at this. Do you remember back in the day when you know the love boat was all the rage well, I mean, obviously the okay no. and again what i mean is it, it's like it's like an hour long drama yep. or fun drama that was but it's an hour long construct of a tv show where there would just be guest stars every week because they're on the conveyance yes. like the love boat okay or fantasy, fantasy island, island okay yeah. like that yes do you remember super train a hundred percent, I remember. There was Super a show Train. called yes. Super Train. I've never heard of that. Okay, 100%. I think it was on for yes. like six episodes. Yes. One season. One season. Nineteen seventy-nine. Yes. yes, it's like almost around the same time as Love Bone. Who are the guest stars on Super the Train? First, yeah, this Do you was have the first that? one. Can you look that up? It was a show called Super was, Train, yes. where you would get on the train, Deck, and, the, and the, so, there would be guest stars yes. on the train. So it did. Uh, it did nine episodes. That's it. Like. Nine yeah. and done. Oof. Nine and which is three more than. Police squad. All right. Uh, Ever let's did. See. Guest stars Tony Danza. Oh, did yeah. one Tony Danza was on Super Train. Yeah. Come on now. Dick Van Dyke. Uh, Dick Van Dyke I mean, was on it. Definitely he was. Van Patten. Dick Van Patten was on a million hey, times. Everyone who did one Charo. episode. Paul Sand. Abe Vigoda did Abe one episode. Abe was on Super Come Train. On. Got more rhymes than was. Abe Vigoda. Peter Lawford. Wow. Peter Lawford was on Super Train. Keith Coogan. Jamie Farr. Jamie Farr was on Jamie Super Farr. Train. Jamie of course Farr he was. Of course he was. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke. Let's see. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. 
<laughs> I mean, this is. I think that was on like Saturday. I think it was on NBC as well. Don Meredith. Was, Don Meredith. No, hey, was it Dan was it Zsa Zsa Vicky AMC, Lawrence, right? George Hamilton. Zsa Gabor. George Hamilton. George Hamilton was on Super Train, baby. Like, last oh, yeah. week, Rich, we were it's trying to forever. figure out why George Hamilton was famous. Like Del Tufo brought up. We think, he's an actor. We were like, yeah, but what, we think he's at the point now where he's famous he's, for being yeah, George Hamilton. Famous yeah. for being famous. I mean, the Godfather yeah. Part Three. he got the role because the vo- didn't want the, the role. I need, I mean. this, okay. I understand. George Hamilton was an actor in one of the best awful movies of all time called yeah. Love at Love First, First Bite. That's the that, only that's thing it. we could come up that with. That was though. all we could come up with. But when was, was the last also, time he was in something? Dude, he's been in 2021. We went back. We looked, Richie. You see him around town right now, and he is in some crisp, perfectly tailored Perfect. suits oh, yeah. with the pocket squares, Damn. and he is as orange as he's ever been. <laughs> so what we're saying is at this point at... 1031 on right. August 16th, yes. 2021. He's more famous for being George Hamilton well, than for anything else. Have you yeah. met Mike Del Tufo? It's the same yeah. thing. <laughs> that's true. Well, Mike is, uh, Mike is on the Rich Eisen show. He's, he's famous he's for being Emmy Del Tufo. Yeah. That's a good point. Come on now. Mike, you're basically George Hamilton. Yeah. It's very good. <laughs> he's the George Hamilton, Hamilton of the Rich Eisen yeah, show. Mike Del Tufo. I used to fake Dan. Want me to go and do it again? I didn't expect to go down a super train wormhole. Isabel Sanford was on there. Of course. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. There used it? to be there was this there was this whole big to do back uh, in the seventies. They would do after well, I, Love Boat. They yeah. Give me Love Boat. Give me something that moves where people can fall in love or have dramatic sort of interludes. Yep. And and boom, and boom. it's an hour an hour and we're done. Starts and ends. And let's cut Jack Klugman a check and get him on <laughs> Roddy somewhere Mc, else. Roddy McDowell. <laughs> hey, Rich. Roddy uh, McDowell. Can I, I met can him. I, I met something, him one day. Rich. I mean, you yeah. know we're. Talking all this TV, and I mean, we do have Rich Eyes and Productions, and I know you're always looking to expand. Yes, but we, you know, RES Productions, maybe we go and we uh, reboot this Super Train. Super Train, we're gonna bring. Well, back I'll Super use Train? the same. I will use. Stop me if you've heard this response before. Okay. Okay. Um, same response you gave my now 13-year-old son, Xander, when he called in to give you reasons to do a Rich Eyes and Show TikTok page, which, by the way, he came home from camp and noticed you have been posting quite a bit on. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, the I mean, Rich Eisen but, show, though. But not. when we said we, we should we should make videos for the TikTok page, your response was, you know, that's more work, right? <laughs> you question my work ethic in front of my then 12-year-old son. I don't think that's how that... No, I don't think that no, was how it was I said. took it. It's the way I took it. I told my son, you know, your dad's going to have to work harder. <laughs> how dare you? So we could, we could reboot this. You're going to have to work hard. <laughs> That's fine. How does that feel to be on the business st- end of that, TJ? I'm, I'm with that, man. you got to study I'm, I'm from that word, Rich. I'm from that world, rather. Hey, I, don't <laughs> think, that world. I don't think he kind of likes being on the business end of that response. I'm fine with that. I've got 17 extra hours in the day. You know, we can super train it up. Uh-huh. Let's go. Okay. Super train. Uh, you want to get to overreaction hey, Monday, everybody? Let's... Here we go. Preseason week number one in bulk, in full, in the books, means there's a lot to overreact to. Let's hit it. Go for it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Monday. Monday. Please hit it. All right, boys. This is going to be an all-quarterback edition because we're kind of focused on that. That's what it's uh, all about preseason week one. It's a quarterback-driven overreacting league. The Bears should make Justin Fields QB1 ASAP. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Honestly. Like, we all know Andy Dalton, what we will get from him. And I say that fully knowing that this is a you-never-know league. I love the guy. He is completely 
100% someone to root for. Four times to the playoffs? Uh, I, but if you are in the Chicago Bears fan base and you are champing at the bit to get somebody to put this parade down Michigan Avenue and be somebody who you just don't get off, if you will, from somebody else's team, scrap heap, or you try and draft somebody. You haven't had somebody since the punky QB who you can absolutely go crazy for. And I understand Jay smoking Jay Cutler did what he did and so on and so forth. You can't see what this kid does and be so electrified by him in the preseason and sit him. And I know it's a huge, tough assignment week one against the Rams and Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, but better now than later. That said, if Nagy thinks that he's not going to be able to protect himself, as Lewis Riddick said earlier in the program, or he thinks that there's going to be too much neck up that the kid won't be able to handle adversity was, then you got to sit him. But I think it's just, it's go time. Do it. Go for it. They were all wondering, can Deshaun Watson do it? You remember we had Dabo Swinney basically say that anybody who thinks he shouldn't be a first-round guy should be fired? <laughs> yep. Michael Jordan and Cleats and what have you. And Tom Savage start the first half of one game, and then they threw Deshaun Watson in there, and then he was a starter. Week two of his rookie season on a short game. I was short week. I was there in Cincinnati, Ohio, and he was struggling mightily against the Bengals' defense. But then he runs one in from half from mid half court, as Booch said, during halftime. Do it. Not an overreaction, I don't think. Go for it. All right, let's go to New England, guys. Mac Jones will be the Pats starter sooner than we think. I think that's true, too. I think it's true, too. I mean, the kids, like I said earlier on in the program, the kids from Alabama, there's nothing that Belichick's going to throw at him that he already doesn't know is coming from the place of hard coaching. I mean, that's where, you know, if if you got through things in Nick Saban and you thrived under Nick Saban, you're going to be able to thrive under Bill Belichick. I just remember when I first got into the television business and my news director didn't say jack to me about what a good job I did. (laughs) I didn't need that because my first editor at the Staten Island Advance was such a mean old cur. Like he reminded me of Mr. Potter from It's a Wonderful Life. I came out of that experience not needing the affirmation of the people who are in charge of what I do. And I think that's what's probably coming from... Mac Jones's experience. I think he's in a perfect spot, and I think that the offense is perfectly made and is ready for him. And um, I, I think, as you know, the Jets will knock Cam Newton out in week number two, and out will trot <laughs> Mac Jones. And six Super Bowls later, you'll be talking about him. That would be great. Obviously, that would be great. Mac Marvelous. Marvelous Mac. Tom Terrific. Whatever you want to say. What else you got Mac over there, 10. Chris? Guys, the Saints are Mac wondering. 10. The Saints are wondering if Drew Brees can unretire. That's an overreaction. You know what? <laughs> Six uh, turnovers. I, I, I get it. That's an overreaction. I still think that Sean Payton's going to figure out what needs to be done, and that you know, um, and if Jameis gets the start, and he cannot stay away from the interceptions, if he does another thirty for thirty type season, you'll see Taysom Hill in there more often than not. And I think you could see a quarterback system that goes back and forth with each other. And Sean Payton will be able to handle that, get through this season, and draft somebody else. They're not. Drew Brees is going to sit on the NBC set, and that's an overreaction. Trade for Russell Wilson? Uh, I, I, obviously, that'll be something <laughs> next year. But uh, Sean Payton is somebody who can 
figure out what to do. And if he starts Jameis and Jameis starts winging it all over the lot and can't take care of the football, then Sean Payton will sit him and put Taysom Hill in there and have a different offense. And then bring in Jameis on third and long, and he'll just wing it down the field. I mean, (laughs) could you not put that past Sean Payton, have a two-quarterback system in the NFL and make it work? Or, Or not have it tear up an offense? I'd say Sean Payton's ego, he would try it and then realize it quickly what doesn't work. I don't know. I I think if anybody can make it work, it's him. Uh, I'm 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 not ready to hit that panic button yet for the Saints. Uh, next, uh, top three picks in the draft. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. They showed flashes, but clearly work still in progress. Oh, well, yeah. I, I think that makes total, complete sense. I think Trevor Lawrence will eventually win the job. I can't wait to see how he does it. It must be maybe one throw that he makes that puts him over the top. Uh, Zach Wilson could sit there and absolutely, um, you know, you know what, down his leg, and he's still starting week one. He could go 30 for 30 this year, I think. You know what, though? Let let him just make all the mistakes. Yeah, I think I'm so. not, uh, you could see that he can, he yeah, can he throw can, on the run, man. He can, wing it, man. He can really <laughs> yeah, he can throw. He could throw and move, which is exactly what you need in the NFL, man. Look at Trey Lance. I know. And then Trey Lance is in the perfect spot. And I wouldn't be surprised if Garoppolo starts and Lance comes in and has like a few will a package. Uh, I, Garoppolo looks good and he the team loves him. Uh, I I I think that's a proper assessment of what's going on. Yeah. What else? Last one. Uh, I know Ian told us not to be worried, but the Cowboys should be very concerned about Dak Prescott's injury. Dude. I mean, Ian basically came on the air and said he he, he laughs at all the people thinking that he's got a problem. I I don't know. Like he's not he, throwing real footballs. I I I I don't know, man. He says don't worry about it. That means he's talking to the team. That means he's talking to the agent. It means he's talking to the player, the people around him. Don't worry about it. All I'm saying is that if he's got a pitcher's injury and they're calling the Yankees and they're calling the Rangers to say, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? That tweet. That, that is just that tweet, that tweet from the Dallas Cowboys. That could be read as Arnie or Jerry Seinfeld. It is not a setback and it's not a reason to worry, but Dak Prescott's planning on getting another MRI. It's not a setback. It's not a setback. No, no, it's not a worry. I prefer the Jerry way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Higher register the whole time. It's not a setback. It was not a setback. That is a higher register tweet if there ever was one. <laughs> There's nothing to see here. Okay, I hope so. I mean, we'll find out tomorrow on Hard Knocks. Oh, gosh. I don't think you'll find a darn thing out on Hard Knocks. We'll see it probably play out a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it obviously makes for good drama. So, But Ian basically called us out for overreacting on that. So he's like, all right. But he's not going to play in the preseason. So we're going to see Dak play week one and then... By the way, Without I said seeing him play any football. I said the exact same thing last week. I don't have the cachet that Ian has, but I said the same thing. Like we're getting all in arms over a tweet. Like I said, this didn't come from Rich Dalrymple. This didn't come from Jerry Jones or Charlotte Jones or Stephen Jones yeah. or any of the Joneses. This yeah. was someone in imagine, the social media department. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? They all got together in the vote of candle room, Jerry Jones. <laughs> that. DeMarcus Ware told us about, right? Yeah. He lights a votive candle when he wants to start freaking you out. And they're all in there. Let's and write Jerry this Jones, tweet. And Jerry Jones is like, now, nah. all right, Dax need another MRI. I want it. I want peace of mind. Peace of mind. <laughs> we, what we want. We just want it. But what, how are we going to handle it? I know. Let's send out a tweet. Tell everyone not to it's worry. It's not to worry. <laughs> Don't send worry. Out, send out a not to worry tweet. <laughs> 
All right, let's do it. Who we call? And Charlotte's there. Can you imagine, but. but and then his, grand, put the his grandson is like pulls out the phone, <laughs> types it out. Is this then, look good, guys? And then Jerry's like, talk the text. Oh, you put it on IG stories too. Put it on IG stories. Settle down just a little bit. There it is. Thank you so much. Because everyone will get all riled up because we're the cowboys. There is people. There, there. People are overreacting to something that we saw this weekend from the officials. And yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell everybody to pull it back, dial it back too. All right. Well, that's coming up next. That's coming up next. It's coming up next right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the -the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. The usual suspects. Did you? How many times did you have to read that script before you you kind of got it? How many I times mean, did my agent have to ask me to read it? You know, these were two 25 year olds, the writer and the director who hadn't done anything. And, you know, this was 1994. I was at a point only two years after A Few Good Men where I did cross the goal line from having to audition to getting offers. And when mm-hmm. you're getting offers, which is rarefied air, you know, you get on the phone with your agent and he says, he tells you what the projects are that are yeah. coming our way. Yeah. And he would tell me about this script and i you know so the questions would be who wrote it who's directing it who are my co-stars because you're guilty through association right, right. you want to be lifted by these entities and he kept coming back to the usual saying well who who are these guys he said trust me just read so i got to page five and i called him and said i'm in no matter what i'm in and then brian singer the director said i want kevin in the movie i've promised to meet with two different actors to audition, I can't not have them come in. I want Kevin to do it, but I have to let them come in and audition. And I said to my agent, is this an offer? Or right, yeah, what's what are you the, saying? And he yeah. said, no, it is. He wants you to do the movie, but out of obligation to the agents and what have you, you know, you, it's protocol. You can't not see these people. And I said, well, I'm not going to let some ag- actor come in and steal my part. Right. Tell them I'll come in and read for an offer. My agent said, yeah, no, you're not doing that. Right. You know, there's, there's rules to this game right as someone who's newly at the you're getting offers yeah don't do it don't you don't go in and read exactly you idiot but i didn't want to wait so i went in and read and got the part and you got it yeah yeah and And then you know look the movie's lightning in a bottle you needn't look further than the fact that stephen baldwin's great in the film right and know that it's a fluke and i tweet out (laughs) i tweet out his his look uh of just shooting you know uh, at the um at the lineup, that look he gives to the camera. Yes. Anytime the kicker Brandon McManus makes a kick for the Denver Broncos, like just it's McManus. It's you know McManus. What I mean? And then obviously Kaiser Soze is just uh, is just a, a a mythical character that people always bring up. Yeah. So when you, you know? see the movie, it's one of the great 
you know, surprise endings. But I'll tell you, when you read the script, it, it felt more impactful because when you're reading, you're imagine, imagining this world and your page turning. It's such a page turner as a read, that script. And when you get to that moment in the script, I'm telling you, it was more shocking than than seeing it happen in the movie. For me, anyways, the experience. The Usual Suspects in a theater near you for the first time debuted on this date in 1995. By the way, I was so excited to tell him my Brandon McManus tweet story. I totally overlooked his broadside at Stephen Baldwin. (laughs) Totally missed that too the first time. Oh yeah, look at that. Nice one right there. (laughs) Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Just showed Kevin Pollack on the show uh, a few years ago. Usual Suspects debuted in theaters near you today in 1995. Wow. Dude, that movie is 26 years old. Every single time I hear something like that, I think when I was younger, what was a 26-year-old movie? Yeah, yeah, I always do that too. You know? Oh, yeah. Damn. 26 years old. That is still as great as it gets. That's a great movie. Great movie, man. Giancarlo Esposito in that one, too, man. Yeah. He's great in everything. Uh, Check out that video uh, and any appearance uh, from the Rich Eisen Show. Our YouTube feed, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show, is the way you can check out our entire archive. So um, people are freaking out over the weekend over um, the first initial application of the new emphasis in uh, the National Football League from the officiating department. Mm -hmm. So there are new rules that are instituted, and then there are the dreaded uh, emphasis. Points of emphasis. Points of emphasis. Yeah. And what the league will say is the rules are on the book. We're just making sure that we will emphasize this gets called. And this year, the old point of emphasis is the taunting penalty. 15 yards for taunting. And um, there was a run that took place in the Colts, right? The Colts versus Panthers game. Yeah. And uh, I forget the name of the the runner. Um, he A heck of a run, an old angry run, which brings me to point out that Kyle Brandt will be on the show on Wednesday as our first guest on Wednesday's show. Benny LeMay, Rich. Benny LeMay. Benny LeMay. What, well, he found out what you may not do <laughs> I know. in the NFL, and that is... <laughs> Have lo- fun. Huh? Have fun. <laughs> well, it's not fun. They don't want you looking down at somebody and doing anything. You don't, If you're going to celebrate, turn around. Look away. Look away. Come on. Don't, I'm hideous. D- <laughs> look away. <laughs> look away. To quote Chris Brockman, what are we doing here? Now, Thank you, what, what are we doing here? You carried like seven dudes. Yeah. What it, sounds like, what it sounds like is an owner or two in the competition committee is watching from wherever he is watching or she is watching mm-hmm. and wherever their family members are watching um, and thinking, that stinks. That shouldn't be in our, in our game. And they made a call from the competition committee and had it approved that we're going to cut this stuff out. Now, I remember when they made a rule about the celebration penalties. No props. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Can't use props. Can't use. That was the height of Chad doing all that. That was the height of, yeah, stuff. Chad yeah. taking the, um, 
pylon and using it as like a mini putter, putter right? Was, All of that. Those were the good old days. Can't use the ball as a prop. Can't Jacket. go to the ground. Can't go anything. I, I remember I went can't up to Mike. Can't place a cell phone. I remember <laughs> I went up. I went up to Mike Pereira, who was the head of NFL refs at the time, and I remember I saw Mike. This was in Tampa, Florida. I remember this exactly happened where it happened because I was right. I'm like, you're making a mistake. And his response to me was, well, you need to then reach out to all the youth football and high school coaches, the letters that we get from them saying, you guys need to knock it off because it's happening at our level. And it's, it's teaching kids the wrong thing to do. So you need to help us out. And I'm wondering, I don't know, I haven't reached out, I don't know for sure. I'm wondering if this might be a, a coming from that spirit intent as well. I don't know. All I know is that if you are sitting at home and having the same reaction as TJ Jefferson and Brockman and saying that this is awful and no fun and anything like that, the good news is the preseason is the moment in which you see a flag for Benny LeMay. <laughs> Benny LeMay. That's, you see the flags now to let everybody know, knock it off. I don't think you're going to see it in the regular season. If you see, if you remember, remember a couple of years ago, the point of emphasis was something to do with making sure that the player hits in the right spot. And, def- and oh, yeah. the defense that the rule of emphasis was it's on you as the defender to find the right strike zone. Mm-hmm. And in the preseason, all sorts of flags yeah. were coming out, and you're like, oh my God. And there was one preseason weekend, I think it was about four or five years ago, that people were going nuts. How terrible is this going to be? Yeah. And then the regular season starts, and we don't see. Oh, same thing, too. Those with calls. The, the running back with their head down. Right. That, that with that running back out. with their head down, the running back initiating contact outside of the, the tackle, the penalty on the running back, and we're all flipping out. Yeah. And then it really didn't materialize in the regular season. The problem is, is when the point of emphasis stuff goes a little overboard in the regular preseason and still goes into the regular season, that's when Tom Brady has to tweet out during the middle of a Thursday night game, all these holding penalties are insane. It makes the game unwatchable. And then it goes away. Then it went away. So so (laughs) if you think the taunting stuff is beyond the pale and the no fun league, wait till next week in the preseason. You're going to see it. My prediction is you're going to see it tons more next week where they're telling the officials, you see anything of a player flexing, barking, looking, staring down at an opponent, especially down at an opponent. Opponent down on ground, player flexing, staring, barking, standing above said player, an eye contact is made, that's your 15-yard penalty. And I bet you every single coach in every single meeting room is pointing out Benny LeMay to everyone saying, knock it off. If you want to flex and bark, turn around and do it away from the guy you just beat. Then we're cool. And I know you think this might be a little too much. I don't know where it's coming from. That's my prediction. And if it does get too much during the regular season, have Tom Brady tweet about it. Fixed. (laughs) Done. Because that's what happened a couple years ago. That's a fact. The point of emphasis on holding. This oh, is yeah. Brady tweeting out, this oh, is yeah. unwatchable. Yeah. Finished. Poof. Like it's, Kaiser Soze, 21 years, <laughs> 26 years ago, gone. Oof, gone. When we come back, uh, hour number three, our friend Nate Burleson. And then 
three subject matters that I missed while I was out of the chair last month. Don't miss that. Coming up. Okay, so. We're still here. Uh, usual Suspects, 1995, right? Yes, so sir. 26 years before that was 1969. Here are some movies that came out in 1969. The year I was born. Midnight Cowboy. Okay, I'm Easy, walking here. Easy Rider. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Ooh, damn. The original True Grit with John Wayne. Hello, Dolly. Oh, great movie. When was uh, the last time you saw Hello, Dolly? It's on my DVR. <laughs> Whoa. That's random. <laughs> there you go. Hercules in New York with an unknown <laughs> named Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> So do you, love, do you, do you set your DVR for all, all the Carol Channing movies? No, or um, is she all, in Hello, Dolly? Bar- Who's in Hello, Dolly? Who? That's Barbara Streisand. Streisand? Carol Channing was on Broadway. Yeah, okay. Hello, Dolly I love musicals. My father directed musicals oh, as a musical kid. Too. When I was a kid, and I used to go and... A young Kurt Russell in the computer wore tennis shoes. Okay. The original Italian job. But by the way, let's we get the, we get the point. I want to stick I'm just around. throwing some out. I just want to... You, sir, of all people who have been on the... Wrong end yeah. of the whole concept of you've got mail and no. okay and all that you've been. I mean, Aaron Rodgers even gave you grief at the Super Bowl a couple of years ago about your love of you've got mail, unknowing yeah, that, that it was it was your, yes that you were homesick personal in college, yeah, you, were, you know, and you and your mom went to see you've got mail together, right, and it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. He pointed out that that's not even the best Tom Hanks Meg Ryan movie, and he's right about that. But you should take a back seat. Because we just heard this man has DVR yeah. and kept on two, his DVR. Two movies. Hello, Dolly. Oklahoma and, and, and Hello, Dolly. Two of my favorite movies. All right, we're going to need you to take a picture and to, to prove to us that it's on the DVR. Have you saved it? I don't know you if saved I it? Is it saved? It, it might, I, might be, I might have or is it got, like, I might have does, actually does only for one yellow, reason. The triangle yeah, with the I'm exclamation point on it. I'm recording a lot of the games I'm mixing so they blow out the oh, old ones. Gotcha. I don't keep it as... Hello, keep, Dolly got Hello, blown Dolly out. Got blown out. out. <laughs> Hold on. You know, what, you know what blew out Hello, Dolly? <laughs> that boxing thing that he did <laughs> yeah, a couple weeks ago. that guy. that guy. Who did it? I'm going to do one. Where this did week. it take place? Ah, you know <laughs> that team remember, against that other uh, team. That team against that other team and that other sport that he Dallas was doing. Pacquiao Ugas this week. What are you doing? Pacquiao Ugas. Oh, okay. It should have been Spence. He got replaced <laughs> yeah. by Ugas. See, I Look know at my him. stuff. I'm wow. spitting. Yeah. I mean, he's right. He should have been right. spitting. New to the DVR. Hello, Ugas. <laughs> <laughs> Ugas. Doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> Hello. 